Hi everyone, this is Psychic Medium Miss Sarah with the Psychic Medium School. I hope you're all doing amazing today. I'm really excited about the topic today. I actually want to talk about uh, when the people that we love pass away. And I'm going to share my story and hopefully some of you find some comfort in this story. So let's get started. So in 2008, my mom passed away and she babysit my daughter while I was uh, at work. So one morning I went to drop my daughter off and I knocked at the door and she didn't answer. No one answered. I hear the dog barking. Um, I knew that they had a key, her and her um, husband had a key where um, I could unlock the door, uh, but it was cold outside and I figured that she wasn't up or wasn't answering. So I dropped my daughter off at uh, my aunt and uncle's house and I went to work and I was a little irritated because I thought maybe she was just not answering the door, you know. Um, So, which was strange because uh, she hadn't done that, you know. Um, So basically, I got to work, I worked part of a shift and then I was supposed to come back that evening for the other part of my shift. And I went home, after I picked my daughter up, I went home and I had my daughter and my niece for just a, my niece I was just babysitting for a little while before I had to go to work. And all of a sudden I get a phone call from um, my stepdad at the time. And he told me, uh, Sarah, your mom is dead. And I didn't believe what I was hearing. And I backed up against the wall with the phone in my on my ear holding it and I just slid down the wall and sat and bawled and I had no idea um the only thing I remember him saying besides that is the coroner was there and so anyway so I called my uh my dad my grandma and um on the other side of my family my dad my dad and my dad's mom and so Um, I actually had to call everyone else and let them know. I was in no state to call everyone else, but that was, you know, what I needed to do at the time. But so anyway, um, the reason I'm sharing this story with you too, by the way, is uh, I feel like when someone really close to you passes away, I feel like that's the point a lot of people feel the need to connect with the other side. That's when they like have a strong desire to do so. It's not until that point normally that you have that strong of a desire to connect. And I mean, some people do, but this for me was this caused this strong desire to really connect and tune in to what I had already been experiencing, but not really allowing to come forth. Right. So uh, well, after that happened, it was really hard on me because she was the closest person that I'd ever had pass away. Like, I'm talking, I didn't really have any friends that were real close that passed away. Uh, my grandparents at the time were still alive, everything, you know. Um, uh, the closest to me that, a person to me that had passed away before that was a great-great-grandma. So, here, here I am in this state, and I didn't know what to do. And it really shook me. Like, I think that I wasn't in a um, state of mind that I could really function for three weeks. It was bad. And I know when I see people that lose their children, I honestly cannot imagine what they go through. I think that would be the hardest thing 
to to live through and to try to deal with and to um, I just I so anyone out there that's ever lost a child I truly feel for you I have friends that have lost children and I see what they go through and it's like at some point it's not that they ever uh, you never or you never get over it you just somehow learn to accept in a way a new way of life and try to function so there are lots of people out there to be able to connect with and talk to. So if you're in that position, I definitely recommend connecting with someone else that's experienced something similar because that will help you. Um, so now with my mother, um, I was three weeks before I could function normally. But one of the th- things that happened, there were several different things that happened during that time period. <clears throat> so... One of the things that happened is I had a very, very vivid dream. And during the dream, she had come up and knocked on my door. And her husband was behind her. And she said, Sarah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. Don't. Why are you crying? I'm fine. Um, and then I woke up all of a sudden in bed. And I sat straight up. And there was a doorway um, that... my bed faced and I could see her in a long white gown which looked like her wedding dress looking at me and then as quick as she was looking at me she turned and she walked out of the doorway and that really stuck with me and because it was such a vivid vivid dream that I had never experienced a dream like that before and especially waking up and seeing her that was um, just kind of blew my mind at the time. Um, I've had, a, I've had, I had experiences before that, but not that I was actually physically seeing someone. So, uh, as the, uh, weeks went on, a lot of different things happened. One of the things that happened is I was putting together photos of my mom and getting everything ready for her funeral, um, on my end. Um, of course I had lots of help from family my grandma, they did a lot of the arrangements because they knew that I, like, just was completely out of it. And, of course, my grandma was too, but my grandpa was there to help, and that was, like, really helpful, my brother, you know. So, anyway, um, we made arrangements and everything, and I had these pictures that I was putting together for the funeral. And um, all of a sudden, I'm talking to my, I believe it was my grandma I was talking to on the phone, and I had this picture, you know when you have a picture on a stand on your shelf, and it's leaned back on the stand? That's how this picture was, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm going to the kitchen, and I walk back into, or I hear a bang, and I, or you know, something fell, you know, so I walk back into the living room, and this photo had fallen flat um, on, you know, a direction that it wasn't even it was weird it was way weird right couldn't explain that so I was like okay that's kind of strange right I've seen her I can understand why I would have dreams like that but this picture just fell and there's no there's no way this could have done this right so I kind of let it go and um, some of my other family members said that they experienced like synchronicities and different things like that music songs that she would have liked and so um then there was a few uh, weeks. They wanted me to go back to work, and I remember not wanting to go back to work. 
and but I only had a certain period of time and I think it was like two weeks but I didn't I was not ready and I knew I wasn't ready and that really affected me so I guess if I would give you any advice from what I learned it was that I really did need to talk to someone that knew what I was going through and so um, I didn't want to go back to work and all of a sudden so when I'm leaving the house, I had dropped my daughter off across the street at um, a relative's house, and I came back home, and I got ready for work. And as I'm getting ready to leave, I'm walking through the living room to get to the door to leave, and all of a sudden, all like all every I swear, every toy that she had, my daughter was only one, she, every toy she had was going off. Like anything that made noise was going off. And back in my daughter's 16 or going to be 16. And so at the time in 2008, they used to have these little potty chairs and my mom had got her this potty chair, which is even more interesting to me. Uh, but this potty chair, when the child goes potty, it had little sensors in the bottom that would sense, um, if it was like, if there was any, any, you know, anything in the bottom of it. So they, if they had, if they had gone potty, it would go, da da like, so they thought it was, so she thought it was cool, you know, whenever she went potty. So anyway, all of a sudden that starts going off and I look at it cause you know, when you clean it out, sometimes it still has water in the bottom of it. So I looked at it and I cleaned it or I got something. I tried to wipe any water that was there. There was no water. There was nothing in there. It was completely dry. So I, I'm like, okay, well fine. And then all these other toys are going off. I would say like maybe two to three other toys that were in her toy box. So I had to find all these things and shut them off. And then the potty chair goes off again. And so I decided to shut that off altogether. And when, after that happened, I left the house to go to work. And I remember driving to work thinking I was completely insane. And um, because this was all like what I would explain as external clairvoyance. Like if somebody else was in the house, they would, they would hear it, you know? Um, so one of the things spirits can do now, I've, now I've learned a lot about that. One of the things spirits can do is they can control electricity and they do a very, very good job of it. Um, so like turning the TV on or shutting the light off and on, making it flicker, that, that type of thing. So it, to me now, looking back, it's not unusual that she would have been able to, um, you know, change the, or, or make those, uh, toys work. Uh, you know, uh, trigger the electricity basically from the batteries. Um, so anyway, uh, so I go to work. I think I'm completely insane at this point. And I remember talking to other people and pretty sure they thought that was odd too. And so now looking back, I realized that a lot of, like I already had all these abilities before it was just something I didn't, um, that I wouldn't let come forward. Like I wouldn't say, uh, now I would tell you there's no coincidences, but then I just tried to justify it, you know? Um, and I remember later on getting a new job, um, because it really was a process for me. Like it was hard for me to get over and I thought life is short. I want to stay home with my daughter. So I did for a few months after I quit the job that I was at, I was a, uh, bill collector. So you can imagine the toll it took on me being on the phone and trying to do bill collecting when I'm in that kind of state of mind. So I stay home for a few months. I go to work at a bank and I'm telling this girl about these experiences. And um, I can't remember exactly how the conversation started. But anyway, um, she was actually like a um, bio. Um, she was going to school for uh, 
like science basically so she was getting some sort of science degree and she told me she's like the reason that this happens is because your brain is functioning in a different way and she basically tried to like scientifically rationalize what had happened and basically made it uh, from what she said it was like basically it's all in your head and I'm like I genuinely know that it was not in my head right like I experienced these things they were outside of my body I could hear them uh, I was I seen these things firsthand these weren't coincidences like you can't even say all these toys going off at once when there's no child in the house and she hadn't been playing with them um, you can't say that's a coincidence uh, she hadn't been playing with them I had just got her up and got her outside across the street to um, our relative's house so she could babysit and so she hadn't been playing with toys or anything like that there's no rational explanation so the reason I'm sharing this story is because I want you to know um, if you're experiencing things like this first of all um, unless you have an actual medical problem you can only say that there's so many I don't think there's coincidences but you can only rationalize things to a point and I want you to know that those people that um, tell you that this isn't real or that they don't um, really believe in uh, what you're practicing, or, you know, what you're experiencing or that you're even looking into it or um, wanting to learn more about it. I want you to know that those people just don't understand. It's not that they're um, intentionally putting you down necessarily. That's not, I mean, for every, not everyone. Um, but basically, it's just because they don't understand. I find that at the point with the people around me, anybody that doesn't really understand, at the point that someone close to them passes away, they call, they message me, they ask, they want to know, how do I connect? Like, I know this is what you do. How do I connect? Because I, I don't know how to do this myself. So I've done mediumship readings for a long time now. And actually, um, I started, I opened up the mediumship readings again. Uh, you can at the www.psychicmediumschool.com, you guys can actually use the discount code podcastfan30 um, and just go to www.psychicmediumschool.com and click readings and then it'll take you to a spirit, uh, to the mediumship reading specifically. Um, and you can use, uh, get the mediumship reading for 30% off with podcast fan 30. And I'll put that down below too for you. So if you're having difficulty connecting with people that have passed away, loved ones that have passed away in your life, you definitely, that's something that I would uh, love to be able to do. So mediumship is one of those things that I really like doing because connecting with the people that have passed away in our lives, the loved ones that have passed away, I think that's something that when we can't, aren't able to make that connection ourselves, that it's genuinely comforting to be able to get the messages and the information that they want us to know so we can move forward in a more peaceful way. And so if I would have been in a state that or even in a position where I had somebody around me that actually knew how to connect, I would have wanted to, and it would have brought me a lot more comfort than I had. And I probably would have been able to, uh, I guess, function in my daily life a lot better than I was at the time. So that's a large part of the reason that I like doing that, because it brings people like the peace of mind that they need to know that things are okay, and the messages that they need to receive 
um, especially if somebody's like feeling guilt or um, they're just concerned they don't know what happened or you know that type of thing so anyway I wanted to share that story with you because I hear people say a lot like I when I started experiencing a spiritual awakening I felt like I was going insane so you were not alone in that I felt the same way and I think that it's almost normal to feel that way um I know everybody experiences it a little bit differently but that's the way I experienced just uh to it to that level where it was just like a floodgate opened um and then I was a little more open to it but I still didn't actually practice um and do psychic development till uh later um or mediumship even until later but I was it was a point that I actually had this connection, which I already knew I had years before that, but it wasn't something I was willing to open up to. Um, So if you have people in your life that don't understand, they just don't understand. It's because they um, can't relate to that. They don't have that desire uh, to connect like that. So um, I don't think it's unnatural to want to connect with people that are in your life that are uh, that are loved ones that have passed away. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because I thought, you know, I talk to people individually a lot about that story and I share that with people, but I've never really went into that much detail um, before. And I think it's important for you to know that you're not alone when it comes to that. Like I had the desire and I still had the desire. I actually didn't reconnect with her until a few years ago or a couple years ago and um, I was working doing a mediumship reading and I had went outside on my porch and I was um, just basically taking a breath of fresh air relaxing a bit before I came back in and did a reading and so randomly she connected with me then because I had tried to connect and tried to connect and then at this point she randomly connects with me it was just because I was ready at that point in time So I just wanted to share that with you guys, uh, and I look forward to uh, our next podcast episode. Uh, If you're not part of the Exploring Claire group on Facebook, you can definitely join that. Um, We talk a lot about different experiences that we have and things like that. Um, So that is on Facebook. I'll provide the link down below, and I hope you guys all have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you soon.